Awesome, awesome. Uh, we've really enjoyed our trip to New Zealand for a number of different reasons. One is the weather is absolutely fantastic. It's like Garden of Eden weather here. It's just awesome. So thank you for the weather. It's been beautiful. Another thing is someone in the church here actually commented on my age. They said that I looked 18. Thank you very much for that too. It's worth the trip coming to New Zealand just for that. Thank you very, very much. I'm actually um, much older than that, double the age. I got married. I'm married. Married. I am married, yes, with a wife. I've got two beautiful kids as well. We had a wonderful time in the schools. The kids were just so open to God. It's just wonderful. Went into some of the Maori schools and I did the, um, I hope I get this right, the hung, hungi, hunger, hungi, 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 hung, what is that? Hunga. What is it? Hungi. 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 I did the hungi uh, on the kids' noses. It was awesome. They did the haka for us as well. It was absolutely fantastic. I've been working on my Kiwi accent because in the airport, uh, one of my friends, Barry, he got caught um, before we got on there by one of the stewards and they said that, um, she said, Barry, your bags are too big. And so I thought, I'm going to practice my Kiwi accent off that. Can I give it to you? Yeah? All right. So in Australian, it's Barry, my ba- Barry your bags are too big. Now, back when um, the emperor was around, he'd give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So you can give me a thumbs up or thumbs down, okay, on how good it is. Here we go. Here's my Kiwi accent. Barry. Your bugs, yo, no, bury your bugs to bug. How's that? Is that good or what? I got no thumbs up. I got one thumb up. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. You know what I think of your rugby league team? Oh, do these numbers mean anything to you? 30 to 6. Oh, six, six. I should, oh, sorry. Actually, there we go. There we go. There we go. I'm going to pray before I get bashed, before I get out of, the, out of the church. Let's pray together. Hey, thank you, God. Heavenly Father, thank you for this great bunch of people that are here tonight. And I pray, God, that you would touch their life today. I pray, Holy Spirit, invite you into this place. And that, God, you just speak so clearly. I pray for refreshment to come into people's lives and life change to happen. And, Father, for those that don't know you in this place, that, God, maybe you touch their heart today so that, Lord God, they would come to know you as a best friend. In Jesus' name, amen. Fantastic. I need my bum bag because everyone 18 has a bum bag, yeah? Can you just chug that to me? (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm going to just show you an object from my bum bag, and I just want you to yell out what you see as soon as I pull it out, okay? Here we go. You ready? What do you see? An egg. Do you know what I see? I see an eagle. I see an eagle. Because in this egg is untapped potential. There's a little eaglet in here that has the potential to grow up to be a magnificent and a mighty eagle but it's still yet to happen. I want to talk to you today about reaching your full potential in God and soaring in Him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Potential. This is the um, definition of potential. It means capable of being, but not yet in existence yet. There is a lot of potential in this room. Would you agree? Yep. I'm talking, uh, but pastor said before, could you imagine something coming out like your senior pastor might come in, you know, from a church like this and just impacting the world the way he does? There is so much potential in this church, isn't there? It blows me away. The second time I've been here, it's still blowing away. It blows me away. There's so many things that are new, so many things that are changing, so many things that you're getting onto and outreaching. It's just awesome to see. Um, to see 400 children in this room. Was that last night? It was. <laughs> 400 kids in this room. The potential here is absolutely fantastic. 
But even though you have potential and God gives us all potential, it doesn't mean that you'll reach your full potential. And you know why? It's because some eggs don't hatch. There's a thing called unhatched eggs. I remember watching a cartoon when I was a kid. I think it was Foghorn or Leghorn or one of the Warner Brothers films, uh, Looney Tunes. And it was a little um, chick that came out of an egg. And its legs came out, but it didn't want to come out of the egg. It was too comfortable inside the egg. And so Foghorn or Leghorn was going around trying to hit it with a hammer and trying to get this little chick out. And I wondered today, what is your lid or what is the shell that's in your life that's stopping you from reaching your full potential? What is that thing? Close your eyes for a minute. Just have a think about that for a, t- for a second. What is your lid? What is your shell today? Is it fear? Is it a past hurt that you've been through? Is it bad habits that you have? Is it an attitude? Maybe you're just too comfortable where you are right now. Maybe you're too busy. What is that thing that's stopping you? And I pray that God just takes that off so you can reach your full potential. You can open your eyes again. You know what God's after? God is after what is still in you or dormant in you. That's what God is after. Something ceases to have potential or ceases to be potential once you achieve it. So something you've not done before, once you've done it, it ceases to be potential because it, you've actually, it exists. It's happened. It's a reality right now. God's after what's still inside of you that's still yet to come out. He's after what's untapped in you because that's the thing that changes the world. That's the thing that the world is waiting for. That's what the community is waiting for out there is what's still yet to happen inside your heart. Still what's yet to happen in your life. I heard a sermon in um, Influencers Conference in South Australia by a guy called Miles Monroe. He's an awesome guy on leadership. And he said this, what is the richest place in the world? He said, it's not the diamond mines in South Africa. It's not the uranium mines in Australia. It's not the oil in the Middle East. He said, the richest place on this earth is a cemetery. Because that's the place where people go with their unfulfilled dreams. The cemetery is full of books that are still unwritten. The cemetery is full of songs still unrecorded or unwritten. Curriculum that hasn't been written. Books, studies that you've never undertaken. Resources that were never developed, schools that were never reached, an outreach that was never launched, a missions trip that you never went on, a leadership position that you never filled. God wants you to die empty. Amen? The devil wants you to die full, but, the, but God wants you to die empty. He doesn't want you to go to the grave full of ambitions and full of dreams and full of other things that God spoke to you about. He wants you to die empty. Why don't you be like the people in the Bible that we read of? Samuel. Let me just stop for a minute. What's God put in your heart to do? Close your eyes for another minute, just for a sec. What have you dreamed about doing? What is it that God has planted in your life? Gifts that he's given you. Talents that he's given you. Only you can fulfill. It could be as a child, he spoke to you about certain things. Maybe you have an overwhelming sense in you right now. You haven't finished yet. There's more in you. There's more to come. What are those things? I encourage you. Be like the people 
in the Bible that did finish their race. You can open your eyes again. Samuel, 1 Samuel 12, 1-2. This is his ending speech before he dies. He says, I've listened to everything you said to me, and I've set a king over you. Now you have a king as a leader. As for me, I'm old and I'm gray. My sons are here with you. I have been your leader from youth until today. Samuel is a person that finished his race. Samuel is a person that died empty. You know Paul, the scripture, full well. 2 Timothy 4.7. I fought the good fight and I finished the race. I've kept the faith. And of course, our Lord Jesus Christ. And you all know that full well on the cross. He said, when he received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. See, God is all about you finishing. God is all about you dying empty. God is all about putting stuff in you and that you finish your life just going, ah, God, I gave everything I had and I did everything he asked me to do. That's what God wants from you. To die empty, you have to reach your full potential. In other, in other words, become potent. And I want to talk about going from having potential to being a potent person. I'd like to just get a volunteer out from the crowd. Someone young. I won't get Steve. Someone, um, someone really, really young. Uh, younger person. Where's uh, Yeah, do you want to come out? Fantastic. Come up on stage. Awesome. What's your name? Sarah. Sarah. Just look at... This way, Sarah. Fantastic. You know, I look at Sarah, and she's full of potential. Would you agree? She's an awesome young woman of God. She's got awesome talents, and there is so much potential in her. Where will she go in the future? What will she do in the future? What will she do in this church? It's just incredible. It's just unlimited what can happen. But the truth is that you don't want to say to Sarah that she's got potential year after year after year. Ten years from now, you don't want to say, you've got potential when you're 50, you've got potential. There's something wrong with that. Because at that point in life, they should be coming potent. You should be potent. You should be living the stuff that God's called you to do. Now, let me just explain. If you're an older person, it's not meaning that you can't be potent. Because you know the Bible speaks of so many older people where they really fulfill the call of God in their older age. Abraham, you know, Noah. There's just endless amounts of people. So it's not a question of that. Here's the question is how long can you be potent in your life? That's the real question. And you want to start as young as you can. Let's give her a big clap as she sits down. It's fantastic. When interviewing old people, this is the one thing that they always say, I wish I had taken more risks. It's the one thing every old person says when they get older. And uh, they say, I wish I had taken more risks. Can I reword that for you? You know what they're saying? I wish that I was more potent. I wish that I reached my full potential. I wish that I had reached my potency in my life. Have a look at this word. Impotent. Impotent. It means you can't reproduce. God's called us to be influencers. This is the definition of... um, but potent means to have great influence, wielding force or authority. You know, God doesn't want us to be impotent. God wants us to wield authority. God wants us to reproduce ourselves. God wants us to multiply. God wants us to impact the community. God wants to see people saved. God wants to see miracles coming through your life. God wants to see breakthrough happening in your life. And that's what it's all about. God wants you to leave a legacy, doesn't he? A legacy on this earth. So at an old age, you can say, this is what I've done. And look at my fruit of what God has just used me to do. I want to put a quick clip on the screen. Um, Gene Appleby came in our church and played this, and it's about leaving a legacy and about your life. It's an unwritten book. That would be great, guys. Thank you.
Tomorrow is a new day. The years ahead are like a written, unwritten book that you can write whatever you want 
You can leave a legacy. I want to read one quick scripture to you. Isaiah 40, 29, 31. How do you leave a legacy? I believe it's to be soaring in God. He says, he gives strength to the weary, increases power to the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary and they will walk and they will not be faint. God intends us to soar like an eagle. You can see in that scripture, if you flap around, there's a story about eagles. Eagles don't flap. Birds flap around everywhere. They wake up early in the morning at dawn. They flap and flap and flap. They go find their food and they flap and flap again. The eagle never flaps. He waits until the sun rises. The heats of the sun warm up the air and then he launches out and he doesn't flap. He just soars out. He gets his food. That's why he's the most majestic bird. He's the king of the air. He has strength. Is because he waits on God. Sometimes we can get so busy, can't we? Busy, 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 busy at work, busy, busy, busy at church, busy, busy, busy with all sorts of stuff, and we can get into flapping around everywhere. You know what? It doesn't achieve anything at all. God wants you to soar and just relax in him. In Matthew eleven twenty nine thirty, 29, 30, it says, Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. I'm gentle and humble in heart. You'll find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. These are three soaring words for you from Jesus Christ. Rest, easy, and light. Don't keep flapping in God, but soar in him and leave a legacy in your life. I just wondered, is there anybody in this room, and maybe you haven't put your trust in God, and Isaiah says this, those that wait, those that trust, or those that hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And maybe you're here today, and maybe you haven't put your trust in Jesus Christ. Today can be your day where your life totally turns around. I was 15 years old when I put my hope in Jesus Christ and I I put my trust in him. My life has never, ever been the same. And maybe that's you today. He'll forgive you any mistake that you've made. He'll wash you clean and he'll give you a new life. As the Bible says, you'll be born again, have a fresh new start. And maybe that's you today. And you can leave a legacy that will not just last in this world, but for an eternity. Because that's what it's all about. If that's you, just with everyone's eyes closed, if you just want to, Just lift your hand if you feel that's what you want to do today. You just want to say, I want to put my trust in God. I want to put my trust in him. I want to put my hope in him. Maybe you've not done that before, but today's the day you want to do that. Is there anybody here? Maybe right now you feel your heart beating really, really fast. It happened to me when I felt God just drawing me unto himself. And if that's you, that's okay. It's just God's Holy Spirit touching you. He just wants to draw you under Jesus so that your life can turn around and be changed and give you an abundant life. Just put your hand out. Just one more chance. I'll just ask again if there's anyone here just to give you that opportunity tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anybody else? I was very brave of you. Is there anybody else that'd like to do that? Fantastic. Fantastic. I don't want to embarrass you, but uh, would you like to come out with a friend at the front? And I'd just love to pray with you. Let's give her a big clap as she comes out to the front. It's awesome.
<laughs> We've all been here. We've all done this. <laughs> What's your name? Michaela. Michaela. This is an awesome day for you. Yeah, putting your trust in Jesus. You know what? You can't trust in anybody else 100%, only with Jesus Christ, and he'll never let you down. And what he wants you to do now is entrust your life to him. And as you do that, mate, he'll take you on an adventure and a journey that you'll never, ever, ever dreamed of. Would you be okay to pray with me? I'm just going to say prayer. If you just repeat this prayer after me, is that okay? Because Jesus says that if you can believe in your heart that he died and rose from the dead, if you confess it with your mouth, um, that, you know, through faith, that Jesus will come and be in your life. Your life will turn around like that. Yeah. Guys, why don't you just put your hands forward and let's just pray. Michaela, why don't you just repeat this prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I thank you that you give me hope that I can trust in you with my life. I thank you that you are the only one that has paid for sin by your death on the cross. I thank you that you're resurrected from the dead and you're alive and you will give me life. Come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Fantastic. Let's give God a big clap, hey? Awesome. 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 Fantastic. I just want to finish today that if you feel some sense in your heart that God's not finished with you and there's just more in you to come out, you're a person that just wants to have potency in your life and you want to start today, you just want to say, God, just would you use me? God, would you do something in me? And you just want to uh, make a, like a declaration tonight for that. I just want you just to stand to your feet right now, if that's you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here. I thank you, Lord God, that your dream and your blueprint for each one of these people is great. It is amazing. It is magnificent. That, my God, that each one of these ones can make a difference in eternity difference in people's lives and that Lord God you want them to leave a legacy that will live on far beyond when they pass away from this world and Lord Jesus I pray for them right now that you would move them from having this awesome potential into being people that are potent I pray my God you'd put an aggression in their heart for you a hunger in their heart after you and that my God they will not stop Father God till you've Everything that you've put in their heart will come to pass and Jesus I know it's not going to be easy but I thank you for your word that you renew the strength Lord God, when we're tired and weary, if we put our hope in you, you will have everything that we need, my God, to do it. Jesus, I pray right now, birth again dreams into the hearts of these people that, Father God, they will accomplish, Lord God, all that you have in them. And I pray, my God, one day when that happens, that they will say, I died empty. Jesus, I gave you everything I had. I did everything you asked me to do. And today I finished the race. I commit them to you right now. Refresh those hearts that need refreshing right now. By the power of your spirit, I pray. Breathe afresh into them right now, I pray, oh God. I pray even tonight, tomorrow, will be a whole new day for them, Jesus. A day full of hope. A day full of promise, my God. Let them write in the pages of their life, Father. Amazing things. 
amazing things. And I do pray over every person in this place, as your word says, to do great exploits. These people will be people of great exploits, my God, that will do great and amazing things, Lord. I commit them to you right now. And I seal that in the name of Jesus and under the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray. Just with every eye closed just now, if you just want to lift your hands, if you feel that you've got a limit in your life, there's just some sort of a lid or some sort of shell that you feel is in your life, if you just want to just lift your hands up to God right now, I just want to pray for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Jesus, I pray, my God, right now, for every shell around these people, that it would be broken in Jesus' name. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would give them strength, you would give them courage, and Lord God, an ability to shatter that boundary, to break, Lord God, those things. I just pray in Jesus' name, those chains and shackles would be broken off of their life. Jesus, I pray that, Father God, your Holy Spirit would have come upon them even now, and that, Father God, that break free from that. Lord, I speak breakthrough into every life right now in Jesus' name. Even things that have been on people's lives for years and years and years, that God, you would just break it now. Because God, you can do something in one second (laughs) that would ordinarily take a lifetime. You could just break that in a second, my God, because you're God. And I speak that over them right now, Jesus. Freedom and a liberty. Oh, Lord God, as they face situations again, it will be in a different light, my God. They will feel different and know there's a difference because it's your Holy Spirit in them that will give them strength. And I pray for this church, my God, that Father, out, Lord, not, Lord God, now, from even tonight, that, my God, you would birth things, break forth things, Father, in these people's lives that will just radically impact not just this church, but the community outside, my God. Oh, Lord, I just commit them to you right now, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, that you break chains, that you're a God of breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your presence in this place. Lord, we thank you for your word that has come to us tonight. God, we pray right now, Lord, that you would, that word will go deep inside every person's life in Jesus' name. You know, friends, I'm wondering if you, um, if you hear what God was speaking tonight. And uh, tonight, for me, I've got, there's two, two words that specifically stood out for me. First one was trust. The other one was potential. Trust and potential. Trust and potential. And uh, you know that many of us, every person here, that God has got a tremendous amount of potential. Like Pastor Brett was saying, that potential only just stays there. And I believe that uh, when we put our hope and we put our trust in God, that's when potential is released. You know, 12 men in the Bible, 12 men, all were called from God. Jesus called every one of them. Come follow me, I'll make you a fisher of men. Come follow me, I'll make you some of them. Come follow me. 12 people, 12 men said yes. 12 men instantly put their trust in God potential that they never knew that lay within the side of them. I mean, you can imagine Peter. He could never, I mean, as a fisherman, he must have, must have at times looked at the water and said, wouldn't it be amazing to walk on that? One day he walked on that water simply because he put trust, instant trust in Jesus Christ. 
But then the Bible also talks about a man who was very young, but he was very wealthy and he was a great leader. You know that man, we never know his name. But he had the same, Jesus said the same thing to him too. Come follow me. Come put your trust in me. And even though that young man had all the money, had great potential, he had great leadership. He was a handsome young man. But one thing he did not do was put his trust in Jesus Christ. And you know what? 50 years later, he lost all that money. We still don't know his name. 50 years later, he may have had a few dollars to have, he may have accumulated a few dollars, but he never ever fulfilled his God-given potential. He could have been an apostle of God that that moved mountains, that changed history as we know it today. But because simply he didn't put trust in God, that potential was never released. You know, for many of us today, you know, for many of us as mature Christians, you know, our problem is not necessarily habitual sin or these massive amounts of sin that ties us up. I mean, I love God. I don't have any major um, sin that I'm aware of that is, that is blocking me up. But one of the things that is my greatest challenge today is do I trust God? Do you trust God today? Are you willing to put your trust in the hands of Jesus Christ? Every day, are you willing to trust Him? Are you willing to trust Him? I love what um, the guy in Braveheart said, William Wallace, he said, are you willing to risk all your days from now to the day you die for one opportunity to come back and have a crack at freedom for a nation? Are you willing to trust Him? Amen? I tell you, God has got so much more for you. God has got so much more for you. God has got so much more for our, our church. You know, one of us, at the beginning of the year, um, you know, one, one of the things in my heart was I wanted to preach. I wanted to preach to crowds of people. And God gave me a little chance at the beginning of this year. And um, I'm still buzzing about it today. It was always in my heart to preach to thousands of people. Beginning of the year, I got to preach to 10,000, 12,000 people, and 4,000 of those 4,000 of them Muslims became Christians on one night. Incredible! Simply because I put a bit of trust in Jesus Christ. You know, who would think that a young man like me from Dannyvert would one day come and stand? Next year, I'm going to go and stand and preach to the Taliban. <laughs> oh, how about that? Exciting! Simply because I've got to put a bit of trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. Who knows what God could do through you? Come on, why don't we put our hands together for Pastor Brett? Just want to, um, just a message from Dad. He just wants to uh, say something to you tonight. He says, great meetings here in Taiwan. Um, huge freedom retreat on Saturday. Heaps free, excuse me, and filled with the Holy Spirit. This morning they had about 20 saved. Uh, great miracles had blind eyes opened, deaf ears, blind eyes seeing, deaf ears opened, plus well over another 100 plus miracle, healing miracles. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's off, just about to take it to Taichung, to another, uh, another city, about to take another meeting. So I encourage you to pray for him, that God would use him powerfully, that many miracles, many eyes will be opened, many ears will be opened, many more miracles will take place. Amen. Come on, why don't we stand to our feet and sing one last song. How great, how great is our God. Is our God. Come on, let's sing at the time. Sing with me how great is our God.
好贵。